Welcome to the Confessions of a Loveaholic podcast. Join me, your host, Emmy Hernandez, on a journey where we help women heal and find soulmate love to help rewire their brain and nervous system so healthy love is on the radar and it feels like home instead of heartbreak. Whether you've found your soulmate or your journey is just beginning, we'll explore the energy healing practices like meditation, yoga, and have straight talk about toxic addictions. You deserve safe love. Hey girl, welcome to this week's episode of The Fearless Mujer. This is Micaela, and I am so excited that you're back to join me for another cup of virtual cafecito. Hey, today I know that you are going to be empowered and inspired by my guest. On this episode, I had the honor of sharing a virtual cup of cafecito with Rebecca Contreras, author, philanthropist, and president and CEO of Avantgarde LLC. Rebecca joins me to tell us what inspired her to write her book, Lost Girl from the Hood to the White House, to Millionaire Entrepreneur, which recounts her journey from becoming a welfare-dependent teenage mother to advising a sitting president to driving a successful 100-person company. First of all, let me say that title is juicy, but Rebecca is such a powerful mujer. She spent nearly 12 years with the George W. Bush legacy, first in Texas as his director of HR, then in D.C. in the White House as a commissioned officer supporting the presidential transition. She started her 15-year service in government in a welfare-to-work program for Texas icon Ann Richards and achieved tremendous heights in her success. Rebecca is also here to share with us how she overcame imposter syndrome and why believing in yourself is powerful. She is truly an example of how faith and hard work can help you elevate and rise up because she is an amazing leader and an example of what's possible. And you know what? I was truly blessed by her. And I'm so grateful that I was able to speak to such a powerful mujer. Uh, Rebecca currently resides in Austin with her husband of 31 years, David, a community activist. She loves to meet new people and enjoys making homemade salsa and her famous enchiladas. And Let me just say, she is on a mission to help other women transform their lives, no matter the odds against them. As an author, entrepreneur, and change agent, Rebecca brings her lifetime of expertise to help women change the way they see themselves and, in turn, empower those around them. And let me just say, that mission is beautiful. I know that today's episode is going to empower you to keep believing in yourself, no matter what limitations you may think you have. And as Rebecca said on this episode, you are here on this earth for such a time as this, and there is purpose. Please share this episode with your amigas, because like I always say, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. And you can actually follow Rebecca on IG at Rebecca Ann Contreras. R-E-B-E-C-C-A-A-N-N-C-O-N-T-R-E-R-A-S. And you can also find all of her links in the show notes, her link to buy her book, her website, all that good stuff. Hey, I hope that this episode empowers you and I hope that you are blessed. 
Head, Hey Girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine, sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey, girl, welcome to this week's episode of The Fearless Mujer. I'm so excited. Today, I get to have a virtual cup of cafecito with an amazing mujer named Rebecca Contreras, and I'm super excited. I know that she is going to empower you and really just bring some inspiration today. Welcome to The Fearless Mujer podcast, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be with you, and um, happy Monday to everyone. Yeah, thank you. So I was really excited when I found like your website and I saw like your story. It's so inspiring. And I know that a lot of times women feel like, oh, because of where I come from, I can't do X, Y, Z. So I just think that today this is going to be such a powerful conversation. Um, But can you tell us a little bit about who you are? So um, thank you. I actually am a Tejana. I'm from Texas. Uh, I'm a border town gal. Was born in El Paso, Texas, right at the right at the um, border where uh, where you have a bridge that crosses over to Juarez and a place called the Kennedys, which is a pretty rough part of town. And um, I was moved to Austin when I was about 10 years old. And so I am currently uh, the CEO of Avantgarde. It is my own firm that I founded um, about 11 years ago. We're about a 100-person practice, and I'm the majority owner of the firm. And we provide all things HR, people, workforce, um, and organizational planning for our, our government clients. And so, um, and I also recently authored a book called Lost Girl, which is available on my website at RebeccaContreras.com and on Amazon. It's just my life story um, of my crazy journey, as I say it. I actually call it, it's Rebecca in the Raw, because <laughs> I really put myself out there. Um, and I felt it was important to share my journey um, with, with just, you know, the world. That's so cool. I love the title of your book. First of all, I just wrote a book. Mine is in the work. So just seeing another Latina author for me, it gets me so excited because I think that a lot of times we have these stories that we want to kind of keep to ourselves because we're ashamed and we don't want people to judge us. Mm -hmm. And I think when, I don't know if it's like every Latino, but a lot of Latino families have kind of that critical thing where they like criticize you. So I think that for like a lot of women that I've worked with, you know, as a coach, they've told me, I feel like I can't do what I, what I want to do, what's on my heart because of where I come from, because of, you know, people criticizing me. And so I love your book and I love that you did not allow your past to define you. So I'm definitely very honored to be sharing this conversation with you today. <laughs> yeah, so, so I actually subtitled my book from the hood to the white house to millionaire entrepreneur, because those were three trajectories of my journey. 
And I always tell people, don't focus on where you started in life. Focus on where you're going, because that's the most important thing to your transformation in the process. That's so good. Well, since we started talking about your book, I'd love to know what inspired you to write this book. I know that you said you wanted to tell your story, uh, but I also know that you are a woman of faith. So can you kind of just tell me like how that helped you, I guess, progress, but also really have that inspiration for your book. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, um, it's the power of the story, right? I believe we all have an individual story and oftentimes, you know, we revert or we, we regress and we feel shamed by our past, but I felt very important. Um, about 20 years ago, I, I really had the vision to write my book. And for me, it took me that journey to get the boldness to write it. Um, but it's so important to tell the, the story of the testimony. So I'm a product of my mother's uh, faith and my mother's prayer over my life. Uh, faith is centered into every part of what I do. Uh, I'm not in the faith industry. I'm in the marketplace, but faith has been such a huge part of my journey. Um, and I tell the story um, in chapter three of my transformation and what was that catalyst that led me to my faith journey with God. And it was really kind of, um, if you think of it in, you know, we're in life, we get to crossroads in our life where we hit rock bottom. And sometimes, unfortunately, we have to hit rock bottom before we realize that we need God. But I had a rock bottom moment um, as a single mom, high school dropout, um, a drug addict. And I had grown up my mother was actually a drug addict and there are four of us kids and we all had different fathers and none of us knew our fathers. And we just grew up really with abject poverty, but also spiritual poverty, emotional poverty, and in every sense of the word poverty. And so, you know, at age 19, um, as a single mom uh, who didn't know her daughter, my mom had taken her away from me because of my, my addictions. Um, I had kind of a rock bottom moment and an encounter with God that really changed the trajectory of my life. I found out that I was loved. Um, there's a scripture in the Bible that is Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you, plans to give you a hope in the future. And uh, so faith has been centered into every part of my journey. And then, you know, God put me on this track and surrounded me. I surrounded myself with strong mentors, went back to school, uh, worked for a moment by the name of Ann Richards here in Texas, and then ended up working for George W. Bush and joined him in D.C. And my whole journey um, has been just an incredible transformative process. And I think, you know, I always tell people, don't get stuck on the rut that you're in, but use that as a catalyst to get you to get the drive to want more and pursue more for your life. Um, there's also a model that I live by that has been instrumental. It's deal with the root of your issues and the fruit will follow. And so, you know, sometimes we've got to go deep, dig deep and deal with the root of our past, our trauma, our abuse, whatever we sustain. But um, my story is actually a story of hope and inspiration. And it's a story of possibilities. It's the American dream story. I love it. It's so inspiring. And just your transparency, like, I want to thank you for that. Because I think when we shed a light on those things that we've gone through and we can show other people that, yeah, that's who I was, that's where I come from, but that's not who I am now, that doesn't define me. And I think that if we could really allow women the space to be able to have that opportunity to really reflect on that, that where I come from doesn't define me. Like I come from the hood too. So mm -hmm. it's, it's really, it's really a mindset thing too, when you grow up like that, where you realize that there is more out there for me 
if I just allow myself the space and opportunity to not see myself the way others have. And so I just love your message. And then, you know, being a woman of faith myself, it's so important when you can shift to that view of like who God says that you are and that God really did create you for a bigger purpose. And I don't know if you know this, but the, the mission of this podcast is to give yourself permission to be who God created you to be. So nice. I love you, that. Yeah. So you just align so well, everything that you are and, and the example and role model that you are to women like myself and listeners, uh, because that's why they come to this podcast. They want that empowerment. So I am so excited. I'm going to get your book. I also just want to say, you know, it's not necessarily just dealing with your past, right? For me, it's been a lifelong uh, learning journey of re-engineering my thinking, re-engineering my behavior, re-engineering, you know, God deals with the heart. So the issues of the heart is where it starts. But after that, there's a lot more work that goes into yeah. transforming you. And so, you know, throughout the career as people, you know, progress in their own career and development, it's important to embrace change and embrace that um, that accountability and transparency when you're working with people because, you know, you got to get yourself around the right people who are going to really help you get on that path for success. Listen, I think people will make or break you. And my, my influences have helped to shape Rebecca. And so um, my other message in the book is just get yourself around the right people, the right mentors, the right friendships. And really allow people to help you in your journey. Because, we listen, we were not meant to walk this journey alone. And I think sometimes, um, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, we're down and out or we have a rough start or we're constantly beat about this issue or that issue in our past. We sometimes tend to isolate and isolation is such a detrimental to our future and our path. And so the book is kind of a holistic journey. Um, it takes the reader through that welfare to work, drug addict, single mom, all the way through working in the White House, serving President Bush, and then now into my entrepreneur journey. It's, uh, so I do encourage readers to get it. It'll inspire you. I love it. Okay, so I I could just like talk about books forever because I'm a book nerd, <laughs> but I'm going to like kind of move on a little bit. Um, thank you so much. I just think that, you know, even when we pass away, our books are just, our words are going to live on till yes. forever, right? So let me ask you a question because as Latinas and as someone who, you know, works with women and there's this kind of thing where even if you are someone that has like, let's say you have a very high paying job or you have a very great job, right? But what I've noticed with Latinas is that we struggle with imposter syndrome. Many Latinas struggle with imposter syndrome. And I'd like to just ask you if you've ever struggled with it, but what can you recommend for the women out there listening that are like, man, this is constantly something that is always there. Like I'm always struggling with this and I have these big dreams, but you know, I start to feel like I'm not good enough or I can't do it. So what could you say about like really overcoming that imposter syndrome? Hey, listen, that that if there was one thing that was going to take me down, it was that syndrome. It was that mindset of just not understanding who I was and my identity, but also really lack of self-love and lack of self-belief. There's so much power when you believe in yourself. I always tell people no one's going to love you and believe in you the way you believe in yourself. And it starts there. It starts with embracing that. So I'll tell you a quick story. 
Um, one of my first meetings in the Oval Office uh, when I arrived in, in 2001, it was February 2001. So the president had been in office about two or three weeks. And I was one of the last team members to join the team um, and come from Texas. Even though I came with him from Texas, I had to stay and transition in the new governor. So I came a, a few weeks late and my team members had, my colleagues had already started meeting with him. And, you know, I didn't have, I don't have a formal education. I didn't go to a traditional college route, but I, I did, have done a lot to empower myself and educate myself, just, just not been through the traditional route. And I remember sitting in the Oval Office and just, and I tell this story in the book, just feeling overwhelmed and literally my head, like voices in my head saying, hey, you don't belong here. They're going to find out your background and your past and they're going to ask you to leave. And so I had to really take a hold of the power within my own mind to really tell myself, I've worked really hard to be here and I do belong here. And I, even though I may not have the, the traditional education or credentials, I know what I'm doing. I've served uh, Governor Bush for six years and I know what I'm doing. I will now serve President Bush. And I had to talk myself out and I actually tell the full story in the book. And I walked out of the Oval Office that day just with confidence because I had to tell it to myself. And, you know, when, when you lack a, um, confidence in yourself, it really bleeds into every area of your life. And so as Latinas, uh, no matter what we're dealing with, whether we have past abuse or whether we have, you know, we lack the credentials that we need, or maybe we don't have quite the experience that our colleagues have, we got to really embrace what we do have and focus on those things that are possible and what we do own. Um, and not on the things that we don't have, because we could sit and, you know, complain about what we lack until the cows come home. But we have to understand what we do have. And so that's self-empowerment and self-language um, and telling yourself that. I walk around the house sometimes telling myself what the possibilities are for my future and telling myself that I will be successful. And sometimes you just got to really do that for yourself. And then again, surround yourself with the right people that believe in you and will also help you get there. That's so good. I love that. And I think it is so important to believe in yourself, right? And I think that when you, when you are, for me, I talk a lot about when people def allow others to define them, because that's a lot of what I see and a lot of like the questions that I get asked mm -hmm. and the power of believing in yourself and then understanding that there is a bigger purpose. That is like amazing. And I can't even imagine like sitting in the White House and you're like physically there. And then those thoughts happen to come upon you because I think that we never forget, right, where we come from. We never forget what we've gone never. through. Mm -hmm. But then to see like who you are today, it is it is really a testimony of of the work you put in, but also the belief that you had in yourself. Um, and then I just wanted to say really quick, like, I feel that. God just uses people. He doesn't care what your background is or your education. And I think that if we allowed ourselves to normalize that, that like, hey, everybody doesn't get a degree or everybody doesn't get a PhD or whatever it is. And it's okay because there is still purpose in you, you know? And I think that that's something that is like a lie that some women will tend to think, well, I didn't finish getting my degree. So therefore I can't. And I guess that's where the belief comes in. So I'm so glad that you that you shared that. Um, well, and, and it's yeah. a belief, but it's also understanding that you work hard and you have a place in the in the marketplace. Right. Yeah. And hard work. Listen, it's hard. You can train technical skill, but that innate 
um, drive and tenacity and resolve that you, you develop as a person and that hard work. The Latino community has a reputation for being such hardworking people. And we should use that to our advantage because we do work hard and we're incredibly loyal and committed to our employers. And so, you know, use that for leverage. Yeah, that's so good. We we definitely are very hardworking. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to know, as someone who, I mean, like, you are an entrepreneur, you have your own, you're really an independent woman doing it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um how can how can mujeres out there create a bigger vision, right? Besides like the everyday thing or like their small goals here and there, how can they create a bigger vision that actually helps them overcome obstacles in their life? Yeah, so I, I actually say let it start where you are. Listen, when we're when we grow up and we become adults, eighteen years old, God gives us four feet of space of influence around us. We are in a box and we govern over that four feet of space. And that ability to increase the influence will determine how we manage that four feet of space. And so, you know, for me, it's about serving people and never forgetting where I came from and giving back. My husband and I have a nonprofit where we work with inner city um, kids here in Austin and the Latino community and been able to help and give back to so many little David and Rebecca's, you know, that were us back in the day. And so, you know, have a, have a way to give back and sow back into the community, but also understand that, that every step you take should be a step forward movement for impact. Um, you know, if there are things in your life, I have an evaluation process that I go through every year, Michaela, that is what, evaluating my activities and my tasks. What am I doing in my life every day? And is it creating impact? Is it moving the needle in terms of helping serve or helping myself advance? And all those things that are um, negative, that are not adding value to our life, they get cut out every year. And it doesn't mean you regress back forward and you and you, you know, gradually take on those uh, toxic activities, but you just live in an evaluation process every day in your life as you move forward. And so for me, it's about giving back. It's also about advancing your skill and your, your, and your, and your own training, you know, whether it's taking a communication class or whether it's getting certified as a project manager, whether it's, um, you know, reading um, a, a new, a completely new uh, thought process and learning. I'm actually reading a book right now by Dr. Caroline Leaf which is re-engineering your thinking. She's a neuroscientist and she talks about the power of the brain to really um, change the trajectory of your life and career and health in so many areas, reading a new book. You know, it's important for us to always embrace advancement of ourselves. There's only one person we control and that is us. We can't control all the noise. We can't control what's going on, but really focusing on that learning and that advancement of self. I'm in the middle of a reset challenge for 2022 Um, And I'm talking about that every week. How are we going to reset for you this year? And so that's kind of my approach um, and always focusing on me because I can't control my husband. I can't control my kids. I can't control my 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 primos or my primas. All I can do is control me and 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 set that pace for myself and impact one day at a time. I love what you said about resetting, just taking time to reset, because we're constantly on the go. We're constantly in a routine. And then for those who are moms, we're constantly juggling, right? I think as, as women, we wear different hats and we're always juggling. <laughs> and you okay. can probably attest to that being an entrepreneur <laughs> and, and a wife and everything. Yeah. Um, so I love the reset. And I also love that you said like putting yourself first, because for some reason, so many women struggle with 
having those healthy boundaries, right? And making time for yourself and saying no to people. And just as we wrap up, what can you tell us about having healthy boundaries? Well, I listen, there is absolutely nothing that I do that um, that results in anything that's going to negatively affect me. And if I if I find myself feeling worn out or feeling exhausted, I have to stop and think, what is causing this exhaustion? Sometimes it's just putting in 12-hour days and you're just rocking and rolling and dealing with clients. But that's different than feeling drained and just not wanting to move on, you know. Um, so for me, it's about my own meditation time. I have every single morning, five days a week, Monday through Friday, I have my 45 minutes for me. And I reset my mind. I reset my focus. I have my meditation and my prayer. I get into the word. Whatever you whatever energizes you that those are the things that energize me and and then I work out five days a week um and I do my you know I do my power walking through the through the lake my husband and I love to power walk and um I just get outdoors uh, sometimes when you're in the middle of the muck um it's there's so much power in getting out putting yourself outside of that situation and just walking and enjoying God's creation or just Getting yourself in a different environment altogether. If you're upset at a client or if a coworker is really rattling your chain, you know, remove yourself from that situation to think different. Um, and that's that's how I do it. Uh, listen, I am a, a mom of two amazing kids and an adoptive niece that they're all adults. I have two grandchildren. I'm a wife of 31 years. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm a chef. I'm banker. You name it. And <laughs> But when mama goes down, especially in the Latino community where we are the glue for our families, everything goes down. So don't neglect yourself. Give yourself that self-care and self-love and really put the focus on you. Um, we can be over-nurturing and overcompensating, trying to fix other people. That is not who God intended us to be. And that's when we find ourselves exhausted. So just reset in that area. That's so good. You are definitely a fearless mujer. Like you're <laughs> doing it all and you look amazing and you. you just have so much peace and joy about you. And it's just amazing. Like even though we are on Zoom, <laughs> just feeling your your energy is is such a blessing. Um, so as we as we wrap up, because I want to be respectful of your time, is there anything on your on your heart that you would like to share? Maybe something that you'd like to tell a listener out there who's really struggling with being who she knows that she's meant to be. Yes. So I I just want to encourage your listeners. Um, I I understand that your target is the Latina community. And I just want to encourage you that you are here on this earth in America for such a time as this. There is a purpose. We are the fastest growing demographic in America and here in Texas. We're the fastest growing demographic in, in as entrepreneurs, Latinas. And um, I think, you know, we need to embrace that and own that, but also be confident to know that there is purpose um, and just step it out one day at a time. But also, um, you know, dream, dream whatever you want to dream and set your goals and uh, don't let anything or anyone derail you from your purpose or what you want to achieve. I always say, you know, with Rebecca, if there's a wall that's erected, an obstacle, there's either one or two things we're going to do. I'm either going to find a way to knock it down or I'm going to find a way around it. But get around that wall and and embrace your faith and ask God to help you 
Uh, we serve a supernatural God um, that likes to instill favor upon us. I call it the favor of God. Embrace the favor of God for your life and get into that relationship of intimacy with him and, and then get the right people around you. But be encouraged. We are in a good place in this country and we live in the best country in the world. And um, how much more uh, influence should we have um, and it's time. It's time for us, as I said, to take our seat at the table as the fastest growing demographic in this country. And I'm excited to encourage and empower women to do that, especially Latinas. Thank you so much. You are definitely an inspiration, a blessing. And I would love to just bring you back on, you know, at a later time so we can talk more about your story, because I think that you have so much knowledge and value to give to us. So, Rebecca, where can people find you? Because I know they're going to want to know, like, who is this amazing woman? Like, I need to go find her. Yeah, so I, I would love for people to connect with me. The best way to, to get connected is to subscribe on my website at RebeccaContreras.com. And then I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at Rebecca and Contreras. Make sure you put the Ann in there. But, yeah, listen, get my book. It's a short read. I've been told that it's... um cover to cover about four four to five hour read very easy read but it's also riveting and raw so get it and uh and there's some tools in there in the last chapter that i leave in terms of action steps so and then share it out uh, tell the story and tell your own story uh we all have a story to tell and we should we should be proud of our heritage and we should be proud even of the things that aren't so great about us but we've learned from them and learn to fail forward in your life and not backwards so um, I look forward to connecting from you and hearing from you as you get lost, girl. And just in general, um, thank you again for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. It's been an honor to um, I wish I could have real cafecito with you. Hey, guys, <laughs> please go get Rebecca's book. Go follow her. Uh, you're going to be so inspired and empowered by her. And I'm definitely going to get your book. So I probably will be sharing it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And if, if, you, if you get it off my website, I will personalize it to you because the orders are handled by my staff here in Texas. So um, I will make sure and, and mail you one so you can oh, thank uh, take you. Read. And, and thank you for what you're doing and all you're doing to get the message out to our, our amazing Latina community in America. God bless you. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys. Well, please share this episode, share it with your amigas, because like I always say, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. God bless. Hey, girl, wasn't that episode so empowering and inspiring? Hey, do me a favor. Share this episode with the women in your life because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. You can share this episode with your amigas by texting them the link, posting it on social. And you can also tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'll make sure to give you a shout out. And hey, if you haven't left a review for the Fearless Mujer podcast and you have Apple, go ahead and leave me a review. Let me know that you're loving this podcast. All right, girl. God bless.